Children's Chapel this morning. We are so happy that you could join us. We hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend, and we're so glad to be back together this morning. This morning, we are going to be looking at a new Bible story, and we're going to be talking about the story on Sunday also. And it's a story that involves Moses. And Andy and Eric are going to tell the story, and Miss Harris is going to help us sing this morning. We're going to learn about Moses and Moses' life. And this time that Moses did something really wild, made a C part in half. But we're so excited that you can join us. We hope that you get comfortable and um, sing along with us this morning and invite Miss Harris up. Good morning, boys and girls. We're going to sing today about how big and powerful God is because God did something very powerful in our Moses story today. So you're going to need to make your bodies really big. Our God is so big, you're going to try to make your body as big as you can. So strong, show me your really big muscles, and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. Now in the song, the song that I'm going to play says my God, but I like to change it to our God because it's God of everybody in the whole world. And then there's going to be some other motions. So you're going to need the tree. You're going to need trees, seas, and elephants. I'm going to make a trunk like that. And then you're also going to need mountains, rivers. We can make the river go all over. And stars. Okay, let's give it a try. Thank you for waiting, boys and girls. Here we go. Okay, our God is so big. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing our God cannot do. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing our God cannot do. He made the trees, He made the seas, He made the elephants too. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. The mountains are His, the rivers are His, the stars are His handiwork too. Our God is so big, so strong and so mighty, there's nothing our God cannot do. There's nothing our God cannot do. There's nothing our God cannot do. Thank you, boys and girls. It's time for Mr. Wink and Andy to come and do our story. Good morning. Hi. I'm Mr. Wink. And I'm Andy. Hi there. And today our story is about Moses 
And Moses, uh, all the things he does, and he parts the, he, at the very end, he does a really exciting thing. I won't let it out. But today's story is about Moses. And the things that Moses had to do today was, one thing he had to do was stand up for himself. And he had to stand up for who he was. And it took him a little while to learn who he was. I know, you know, when you're young, you don't always know that. And also, what Moses did was to help out a lot of people that were being treated poorly and were being treated bad uh, just kind of because of who they were. Uh, so Moses had to do that too. Mm -hmm. And then finally what Moses did, which maybe was really, really important, was love. He showed love to all these people that needed the love because they weren't treated nice and they weren't treated with love. So think about that when you re listen to the story about how many times that Moses has to have courage and how many times that he has to protect people and how many times he shows his love to everyone. Right. And for today's story, we're going to be using sound to tell the story. So have you ever seen an animated movie like Trolls or Frozen? Well, in those movies, they have sound effects in the background to go with the action. So we're going to be making sound effects too to go with our story. So sounds like the sound of rain. Or the sound of walking. And then there's the sound of riding a horse. Whoa. Our story begins with the people of God, the Israelites, they were living in the land of Egypt. And the Egyptians did not like the Israelites because there were so many Israelites, the Egyptians were scared they were going to take over. Yes, and the Egyptians started treating the Israelites very poorly too. Mm. They made them work very, very hard. And they would punish them harshly for any mistakes that they would make. And they would keep them very poor, and they would keep them very hungry. And their stomachs would growl. And one day the king was so mad, he said, I'm done with all you Israelites, I want you out. So I'm throwing all of the Israelite baby boys in the Nile River. Oh goodness, but one Israelite mom, she had a baby boy and she hit him. She hit him for as long as she possibly could, but when she couldn't hide him anymore, she built a basket to put him in. Yes, and she made this basket and put the baby in the basket, and she took the basket out to the river and sat it down in the water and let it float away so that it would float by the palace, and then she left forever. But that same day, the king's daughter, the princess of Egypt, was walking out by the river and she looks down and she sees this baby boy floating in the river. And she says, well, this is, this is a very cute baby. 
I think I'm going to take it as my own kid. So she names him Moses, which means from the river. And Moses grew up to be a young boy living in the king's palace and thinking he was an Egyptian. One day he saw an Egyptian beating up an Israelite man. Oh no. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, you, you're not doing the right thing. You need to be working harder. Here, work harder, work harder. And Moses sees this and he says, I can put a stop to this. Oh, and he punches the Egyptian. Oh, 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 that hurt. Oh, oh I'm going to tell somebody. You're, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. In trouble? That scares Moses, so he starts running, and he runs all the way out of, Egy out of Egypt and to another town far away. <sighs> and <sighs> it was there in that town that he defended some people against some bandits that came around. Bandits, no. Huh, huh, huh. I don't stand for this crime. He was welcomed into the town, and soon he was married and had a family. But one day, when he was looking after the sheep, he saw a bush that was burning, that, a bush that was burning, but it did not burn up. Wow. As Moses approached the bush, the bush spoke. Hey, hey, Moses, it is me, I am, it is the God of Almighty, it is I. I have seen my people, and they are in much hardship and trouble, Moses. So I have called on you to help them out. Really? But how will the Israelites believe that you sent me? What if they ask me your name, what will I say? Oh, 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 Moses, you'll say, I am who I am. I am has sent me to you. Go and assemble the elders. Tell the king, the people must be freed. But Moses, I'm not very good at talking. When I try to talk, I don't make any sense. Ah, oh, but who gave you a mouth? And who was it that gave you ears to hear? Who gives sight to us all? Is it not I? Is it not I, the Lord, your creator? And Moses says, okay. And he starts walking back to Egypt. And he gets there and he goes straight to the king and says, King, king, let my people be free. You have to let us worship our one God. Let oh. my people go. Oh, oh, man, Moses, I don't know about that. Now, who is this God? I, I don't know him, and I, I will not let your people go. Now, get back to work. And the king was so mad, he made everyone work even harder and blamed them for everything. Oh, it's all your fault. Oh. It's all your ah. fault. You should be working harder, harder, work harder. So, Moses comes back to the king a few days later, meets him by the river Nile, and says, King, king, let my people go. And the king said to Moses, No, Moses, no way. I'm not letting your people go. And so, uh, God 
to make the king understand, God turned the river red. But the king still didn't let the people go. So Moses came back for a second time and said, King, king, let my people go. No, no, Moses, why would I let your people go now? And so uh, God, to make the king know, God made frogs come out of the water. But the king still didn't let the people go. So Moses came back for a third time, and this time he brought his brother to help him. Maybe you can help us too. Why don't we all say it together? King, king, let my people go. Okay, are you ready to say it? Let's do it. King, king, let my people go. And the king said, no, Moses, no way I'm going to let your people go. And so God heard that, and he made little gnats and flies come oh, out of the ground and on all the people. No. <laughs> but the king still didn't let them go, so Moses comes back again. And the king stopped him this time and said, Whoa, well, Moses, I I'll let your people go now, but, uh, but I won't let you take your livestock or your animals. You have to keep them here. What? We need those. We, we can't make it across the desert without our animals. King, king, let my people and my animals go. And the king said, No, Moses, no way. <clears throat> no. And he made, and when God saw this, all the animals and the livestock in, in, in uh, Egypt, they all started getting sick. And they all got sick. Oh. But the king still didn't let them go. So Moses came back again and said, King, king, let my people go. And when the king, uh, once again, he said, No, Moses. And then God made a huge thunderstorm. <gasps> But he still didn't let the people go. So Moses asked God, what do I do? And, uh, and the Lord said to Moses, oh, Moses, go and stretch your hand out across the sky and everything will turn dark. So Moses did this and suddenly, whoa, it was so dark no one could see anything. Oh my God! And, and that's when the king came out, and the king went to Moses. He went over there and tried to find Moses. He said, Moses, Moses, you can let your people go. Go, leave, leave. Oh, thank you. So God lifts the darkness and leads Moses and his people across the desert. They walk and walk and but the Egyptian king, he got upset. He changed his mind. Whoa now, why did I let those Israelites go? I better get my army up and we better go after them. Oh no, so they start running faster. <laughs> 
Yes, and, uh, and when the Egyptians got near to the Israelites, the Israelites found that they could not get any across the water that was in front of them. The people cried out to Moses, and they cried out for help, and he said, Whoa, whoa. Do not be afraid. All you have to do is be still and know that God is with you. And then God said to Moses, Oh, Moses, Moses, why do you worry? Why do you cry? Raise your staff and divide the waters. Okay, so Moses raises his staff and suddenly the waters part. So there's a path straight through it. And Moses and his people walk right across the Red Sea without even getting wet. Once on the other side, the people of Israel uh, were happy and uh, ra Moses raised his staff and the water flooded back in together. And the Egyptians were caught in the water. Oh no. And had to swim back to the other side. Once safely on the safe side, the Israelites rejoiced and Moses prayed. Will you help yes. Moses? Will you help us pray with Moses? Dear God. Dear God. You helped to lead Moses and the Israelites across the desert. You helped to lead Moses and the Israelites across the desert. And then you helped them cross the Red Sea. And then you helped them cross the Red Sea. Give me the courage to face what scares me. Give me the courage to face what scares me. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody. That is the story. And we're really happy that uh, God's people, that Moses uh, knows that God's people, he cared for us all like a family. And he helps us all like we should help each other out. And he loved us all like we should love each other like brothers and sisters. So thanks very much. We'll give you to Margot now. Thank you so much, Andy and Mr. Wink, for that wonderful story. Instead of a craft this week, we have a bit of an experiment, and you'll need things that I'm sure all of you can probably find in your kitchen. You'll need some detergent or some dish soap, and you'll need some black pepper and a bowl with some water in it. And what you're going to do is you're going to take the bowl and fill it with water and cover the top of the water with black pepper. Just shake your, your pepper shaker all over it. And then take your finger and dip it down. You'll see that nothing happens. But then if you put dish soap or dish detergent on your finger and touch it to the bottom of the bowl, you'll see the pepper part ways, just like what Moses did with the Red Sea. So we hope that you'll do this experiment this week and send us videos and photos of you having fun in your kitchen. This week we have a memory verse from Exodus. And it's from Exodus chapter 14 and it's verse 13. And I'll read it once and then I'll have you repeat it back with me. The verse says, do not be afraid, stand firm and trust in what God will do for you today. All right, I know that's a lot. Will you say it with me? Do not be afraid, stand firm and trust what God will do for you today. Will you guys pray with me? Dear God, we know you have plans for us and we thank you for that. Guide us and show us where you want us to go. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Now Miss Harris is going to come back up and close us in song. So good to see you all this morning. Hi, boys and girls. Let's get ready for our closing song. Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Whisper a prayer in the evening to keep your heart in tune. Okay, so morning is stretching. Whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper a prayer at noon. Whisper a prayer in the evening to keep your heart in tune. God answers prayer. This is my lunch at noon. God answers prayers in the evening. So keep your heart in tune. Thank you, boys and girls, for coming to Children's Chapel today. We'll see you next week. Bye.